Welcome to Everybody Somebody, the podcast that uncovers the main character story within us all. I'm Dia. And I'm Amy. And guys, today we are going to talk about celebrities, the fame, the money, everything we don't have, they have. (laughs) (laughs) Everything we wish we were with this podcast, we're like, but we've been close to fame. That's what this podcast is about. Exactly. So in this episode, we'll be talking about our close brushes with fame and people that you definitely know and how we kind of lost our shit. And like, we have some pretty crazy stories to tell. Yeah, I feel like everyone has a story where they've met a celebrity, but it is varied in how famous the celebrity is. Whereas we have both been just, you know, met probably some of the most famous people in the world, which we are very lucky, like how close we are to, to fame now. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god wait, stop we're very lucky how close we are to fame like basically they're our friends like we've met them once <laughs> I don't know why I phrased it like that but honestly <laughs> I feel like I'm like one degree of separation from like you know Harry Styles now I've touched him have oh, you not seen the photo anyway we'll oh. go into that in further detail in this episode but I reckon before we do that before we actually clown even more about how fangirls we are over anyone that is remotely famous we are going to do our clown moment of the week do you want to kick us off there with something funny silly dumb you've done this week sure as you know every week there's a new dumb bitch story and I just wonder to like to myself when will I stop but I probably won't this is a continuation throughout my life but basically this week my clown moment hasn't been too dumb I once again (laughs) went to the doctors because if you don't know, now you know, but I love Chemist Warehouse. I love going to the doctors. It's like, you know, like a free therapy session. I talk about my back ache, you know, my foot ache. Like I hate going to the doctor. You are. I know. You love. You love a question. Love a question. Love going to the chemist. Like my like chemist where I have my favorite shop and like the chemist in there knows me. They're like, oh, how are you? And I'm like, oh, good. You know, new day, new illness. I went into chemist warehouse the other day before I went to the doctors and I said, I was like, oh, you know, I'm getting this really low, like bad lower back pain. I don't know what it is. I got a massage the other day. So it's, it's you know, it's, it's probably that. And he was like, okay, let me have a look at it. And he was like, okay, well, it doesn't look like bruised or anything. I think you'll be fine. And I was like, no, trust me. I think I have broken my back. I was like, I think, <laughs> I think there's a crack on my back. And they're like, okay, relax. Just go to the doctor if you're that concerned. So I go to the doctor's. <laughs> And this is when like, you know how usually doctors are like super nice and they just pander to your needs. And I think my doctor is just so over me. Like he saw me and he's like, come in. <laughs> Not like, again. Not again. And then he, and I told him about my back and how it's like affecting like the way I sit down and all this stuff. And he's like, guess what? You're 31. If you're going to do like crazy massages and crazy things at the gym, you're going to expect this. I can't help you. Stop using up the health system, go home and put ice or something on it. And I was like, oh, he want to be rude to me. He's done with your shit. Yeah, he's so done. And basically I was, I basically put my tail between my legs and broken back and walked home. And I was like, went to, went up to Joe, like my partner being like, oh, the doctor is so rude. He don't want to help me. And he's like, yeah, because there's nothing wrong with you. And I was like, "Mm, that's fair. I thought this story was like going in another direction where that he was going to suggest you broke your back and like, 
I'm getting back surgery. <laughs> Anyways, that's Coming very nice. red red nose for you. Okay, so mine. I don't know if you know this about me or listeners know this about me. Well, actually, listeners won't. I have a fear of fire. I've oh. always been scared of fire. I don't know why. Maybe like in a past life, I was burned at the stake or something. But I have always been scared of fire to the point like I can't light a candle. Like I have a fear of it. Like I can't even light a candle. Like even when I was like younger and pretending to like have a cigarette, I was like scared of touching it. (laughs) Wow. Anyway, I'm quite scared of it. So I often get Rick, my husband, to light the candles because I like to put some candles on while I read my book. Anyway, the other night I was like, you know what? I'm going to conquer this fear myself and I'm going to just light the candles. Oh my God, wow. So I grab the candle and I lit the first one successfully. I'm like, champion. The next wow. one I go to light, I literally, so I have like, they're not fake nails, but they've got gel polish on them. Yeah. I light the next one and the flame is like covering my thumb. And I'm just like not really real- realizing because it's like, the flame is over my nail. I can't really feel it. Yeah. And I'm lighting this candle and eventually like I do light it and then I look down at my nail and it's melted, like the gel part of it. It is black. So I literally like in lighting a candle, I've literally burnt off the gel. So now when I get my nails done this week, I'm going to have to be like, yeah, um, I burnt the top of my nail by lighting a candle. So it's fucking clown. <laughs> Mate, stick to stick to your partner doing it because you cannot be trusted around fire, clearly. I actually, it's not for me. But also last night when I went to, I keep this candle next to my bed. I yeah. got these new glasses. I bought like a new glasses, not seeing glasses, but like drinking glasses to yeah. for my birthday next week, like for cocktails and stuff. But I used one of them. And during the night I was like really thirsty and I wasn't used to like the heaviness of the glass, but I was like, oh yeah, this is it. I pick it up and I actually pick up the candle. <laughs> I go, what you drink the wax. Please drink the wax. I go to take a sip of the candle's obviously not lit at this point, but then I get this like strong smell of like lime and coconut. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that ain't it. <laughs> I wished you'd like put your tongue in there and whooshed it around like throughout the wax and then be like, oh. oh. Ooh, yummy. Water tastes nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so two candle moments this week. Well, you definitely can't be, you know, like we say about clowns, but in the circus, you definitely can't do the fire throwing. Like that's no. one skill you can't do. Yeah, I really need to like dig deep into why I have this fear because I have no idea, but I've always like, yeah, being any type of fire, I'm like, fuck that. Nope. Can you can you like blow candles out then, like when on your birthday cake? Yeah, but I, like I wouldn't light them or anything. I would be like far back. I'd be like, <laughs> oh my god, wow, that's really bumbled. And I hope you can get yeah. over that fear soon because God forbid there'll be a time where you the lights go out and you need mate, to light a candle. It's stuck with me for life. I think, like, mate, almost thirty years of this fear. Okay, well, you're dumb, and I wish you well in your journey of getting over your fear, but not too change gears too quickly but I'm gonna do it because I'm crazy <laughs> we are now gonna go into the fucking stories like this okay this is like the two stories that we both talk about to everyone because we think it's like the coolest thing that's happened to us 
you know what I love about this is, you know, like this doesn't happen as much now. Well, I guess it kind of does in a corporate space, but when you're at uni and stuff and they're like, tell us an interesting fact fact about yourself as like an icebreaker in any type of situation, I'm always like, I'm oh, Harry Styles. And then everyone instantly wants to know the story. So I feel like that's why today we wanted to talk about our celebrity meetings because they are quite interesting and people are always like, tell us, tell us the, all of the nitty gritty details. And like when I last saw you, I already knew about your celebrity story but I was just like, so, I wish we recorded it at the time because I was asking you so many questions because it's so good. So if you take it back, I, I feel like let's not even reveal who the celebrities are yet. Okay. Let's take it back to Vegas. That's where yeah. it's at, right? Vegas, yep. tell us the year. Tell us why you were there and what the setting is and how you got to meet these celebrities. Okay. So as Amy said, this is literally what I say in Anytime I meet a new person, like a new workplace, I'd be like, oh my God, I missed this celebrity. And they're like, no fucking way. Like I could write a book. It's that good. (laughs) So basically it was year 2015 or 16. I was in Vegas with like six of my friends and we had just gone there on a girl's trip to drink, to party, get fucked, you know, just have a good time. And me being me, I've always had like, you know, being mesmerized by celebrities and like fame. And I, I always think it's like so cool to be famous. I'm sure there's like obviously negatives to it as well. But from like an outsider, I'm like, oh my God, America, Vegas, party in the USA. I'm definitely going to see someone famous. And my friends are like, oh my God, you're such a loser. Like stop trying to like point out celebrities. Cause we were on like, you know, Rodeo Drive, which kept, which I kept calling Rodeo Drive and kept calling <laughs> Chanel Channel. <laughs> yep. That's where I'm from. No, not really. So basically, you know, I was like always on the lookout, looking at expensive cars and seeing who's in them. So at night we were like, where should we go out? And I was like, let's go somewhere where like we feel like we could find celebrities or like a cool place, like a kind of upmarket luxury place. And we're walking the street and this guy comes up to us and he's like, oh, what are you ladies doing tonight? He was a club promoter and he said, One Oak is has an opening like night to night with like two special guests. If you guys come, I can give you a a table and all these free drinks. A thing that you need to know about Vegas is, and I didn't know that, but basically if you're a group of girls and you're dressed up, you will get so much free shit, like tables and like free drinks. Yeah. Yeah. And like, obviously you have to be comfortable sitting at a table with like other guys or girls that have paid for it right and you want to be open and be have a friendly chat with them and so we were like yeah sure like whoever's table like we're poor like yes we'll want to go into VIP put us on there so we're lining up and we get to this club and we're dressed like to the nines I got my highest heels on like did the most like face on hair done we're all we all look like you know baby like baby hookers like really hot ones you know <laughs> that tail off for like we tits out everything and we're lining up and I see the camera flashes, like all these camera flashes. And I was like, oh, no, like, who is it? Who is it? And then I see a sign up on the wall for these two celebrities. I'm, I'm going to reveal the celebrity now because I feel like you're going to have to come on this journey with me. So I see a sign for our Lord and Saviour, Scott Disick. Bless. And then, yeah, bless, bless the up. Yeah, bless the king. And I see another sign for Post Malone. And I lost my shit. I was like, oh, my God, guys, we're getting, like, we're going to get a free concert. Like, these guys, like, Post Malone's going to sing and Scott Disick is going to be there and, like, do funny what shit. The, I don't um, know. Wasn't this before 
Post Malone was like super big as well. Yes. So this is before the face tats and the teardrop eye tattoo. This was like when he had released his first song, so White Iverson. So I kind of had heard of him. He'd done interviews and I liked White Iverson, but I didn't really know him that well. But I was mainly cheering for Scott Disick because I love the Kardashians. So anyway, so I see them like walking past, the camera lights are on, the media walls up, and I'm trying not to lose my shit. And my friends are like, oh my God, bro, relax. They're going to be on a stage. Like you, we're never going to see them or talk to them or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, you guys are downers. So I kept walking into the club. We were sat at our table and it was so fun. Like partying in Vegas is another level. Like we were given like $1 bills to like throw around and like gray goose everywhere and like free shots of everything. So we were like lit, right? And we were with these guys that we were just like talking to. It was just so fun. And all of a sudden this, you know, girl comes up with a massive bottle of gray goose and she goes, open your mouth. And she was just giving free shots to everybody. So I opened my mouth. Imagine me mouth open, shot coming (laughs) with my mouth mouth overflowing with my have a big mouth big mouth overflowing with gray goose all over my face and down my outfit then I take a big gulp probably like three shots of gray book gray goose in my throat and I look at my friend and she goes holy fuck your face and like one eyelash my my fake eyelash was up here like my makeup from the freaking alcoholic you know liquid on my face and I was like I'm gonna go I need to go to the bathroom and they're like okay bye so I went to the bathroom I had makeup in my bag so I try to like make myself look better but 100% look like a troll and then as I'm walking out I see our table and then to the right of it I noticed that there was another table right near the stage and that's where Scott Disick and Post Malone were and there was only like one security, like it wasn't section, it was, it was sort of sectioned off with security guards, but it wasn't that hard to get in. So my brain at this point, peak drunk goes, I'm going to get in there. So by the way, I probably stink like shit and like also alcohol. So I, I walk up to these security guards and they look at me and they let me in. <laughs> so then I'm literally in a booth with Scott Disick right? Post Malone, their managers and like probably 12 other girls just sitting and drinking. They're all pretty seem drunk as well. So they didn't really care or notice me at all. So I'm standing there and then my friends are kind of looking around for me. They turn to their right and see me and I'm like, what's good? (laughs) And like the look on their face was like, oh, oh God, how did she get in there? She is so fucked. Like, oh my God, like this is crazy. And I was like, guys, come in, come in. So I literally made all my friends get off like from the table they were and come to this table. And I told the security guy like, oh, yeah, these are my friends, like fully drunk. And then the guy just let us all in. <laughs> so then <laughs> it was like me, like I think like five of my other friends and we were just like couldn't believe that we were right next to Scott Disick, like literally like shoulder to shoulder. And Post Malone as well. And like he was singing and there was a stage right there. And we were like the bitches behind the stage. Like, you know, on Instagram and TikTok, you see those videos and you're like, oh my God, how is that person so close to the artist? Like, how are they so like in it, you know? And basically push yourself in there. Be a wannabe. (laughs) (laughs) Great advice. So at this point, had you talked to Scott Disick or? No, I was shell-shocked and drunk and cross-eyed. 
So I tried to, I was like trying to keep on my Wait, own. I ain't talking to nobody, nobody wanting to approach me. They're probably like, oh my God, what's she doing? Who is she? <laughs> She's not bad. She's like cross-eyed girl, like trying to like look at her phone backwards. Like, hmm. so like basically so I, me and my friends are all in there and they're trying to be like, calm down. Like you are going, you have, please have some chill because you're going to get us kicked out. Like you look like a wannabe groupie, like you need to calm down. And I was like, all right, all right I'll try and chill. And then drunkness takes over. I get my phone out. My God, this sick is right in front of me. And I thought, I'll take a photo of this chap. <laughs> I get my phone out. Didn't check the settings. Take Took, took two photos. Flash. All over the place. <laughs> my friends bash my leg under the table and they're like, you're going to be the reason this night ends. And I was like, oh, sorry. I was like, oh, sorry, Scott. Like I know him. I was like, oh, sorry, Scott. Sorry about the flash. It was an accident. And he's like, no problem. Anyway, he then, he keeps walking off and my friends are looking at me like, I fucking hate you. Like, don't do that shit again. Put your phone away. And I was like, all right, all right. Then the party keeps going and then Scott just goes, I want to leave. So Post Malone has performed. Everyone's going crazy. After his performance, they want to leave. And then the security guard comes up to my friend, like my my friend's sister, Sarah, who literally looks like Miranda Kerr. And she was like, he was like to her, oh, we're coming to an after party. Do you girls want to come? Wait, who asked this? The um, security. security guard, yeah. Yeah. So the bodyguard is like his own personal bodyguard. And apparently like they do this all the time. Like they scout out girls for like the celebrity. It's like a thing. So he asked us and we were like, yeah, yeah, of course. Like we'd love to come. And then he scouted out other random girls in the club, which is like really predatory, but people were happy to go to this after party. So they just picked mm-hmm. random girls, probably like 20 of us. And then we get our cup and we walk out from the back exit of One Oak in Vegas and it's just like 20 girls all looking quite similar, like, I don't know, like really drunk and just wanting to have a good time. And Scott Disick goes, I need more bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and like in my head, I'll be like, I'll be your bitch. I'm a bitch. <laughs> at, at this point, is he like with, he's obviously not with Courtney, but. No, he's with does he have? Oh, he is with Courtney at this point. Yes. I did he not know that. Um, yeah. Was, I guess he would have had Mason then? Yeah, so I think the kids were quite young, but there was, yeah, like Mason was there 100%, but like he was a free agent. Like he was, I don't know, they were definitely together, but at this night, like he was by himself. He just had his team and Post Malone there. Anyway, so we're walking through this back entrance and then we see a black stretch Hummer. And it's tinted black, like literally looks like, you know, what celebrities travel in. And I was like to my friends, like, this is probably for Scott Disick and Post Malone. And then they were like, no, no, it's everyone. So we all get into this stretch black Hummer and I've never seen the interior like it. It looked like someone had done it up from, done it up from Pimp My Ride. Like it had like a table with like glasses and champagne and like velvet interior, a disco ball. Like it was wild. And at this point, still cross-eyed. My friends are also now starting to get cross-eyed and it was crazy because we didn't know where we were going. Yeah. Did they have more alcohol in the yes. um, stretch limo as well? Yeah. Yeah. You guys want like, We don't care. Take yeah, us. We don't care. So we drove for like 30 minutes and then we get to this gated community, like 
and these massive gates open. I remember like driving down and we get to this massive mansion and I'm like, oh my God, is this a dream? Like this is not happening. Like this is insane. Then we all line up at the door and there's a door girl and she makes us sign NDAs, right? I love it. So you're breaking your NDA. <laughs> yeah, I'm a rebel. So I signed this NDA and they take our phone away and it's all a system. Like there's printed out forms, there's boxes with numbers and tags. So these people do this on the regular, right? Mm-hmm. So I give my phone away and I was like, whatever happens, this is going to be a great story. I um, walk in and I've never seen a house like that in my life. Like I've only seen it on TV, like Real Housewives or one of those like Selling Sunset. It was an immaculate house with like Andy Warhol on the walls. There was like, you know, it was like a there was like a mummy, like a mummified thing. Like it, it was like this person was a collector. And then it was an NFL player's house. So there was like photos of his family and stuff. I don't know who it is, but I was just so drunk. And then we, anyway, we go in and, and then this is when we talk to Post Malone. So everyone's in the main area. There's a bar. There's all these girls trying to like hit on them. There's all these rappers as well. So like, there's a lot of social climbers there. I'm not going to lie. It's probably these girls that they know that go to the club very often. And they were just trying to like fully, like basically tell them how great they were and, and being groupy behavior. At this point, me and my friend had surpassed that level and we were like, you know, when you get to a level when you get so drunk, you get confident and like cocky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we both know. <laughs> yeah. So I just was like acting like I belong there to my house. So I went off to Post Malone and I was like, so how is it performing up there? <laughs> and he was so sweet. He was like, yeah, no, man, like it was really good. Like obviously like my one of my first times like yeah and he was so sweet and I was like all right I'm gonna pretend to interview you so I put out my hand like a mic right and there's a photo evidence of this and we'll put it on our our Instagram yeah so I'm leaning out my hand like this and going all right post what was your favorite part of the performance how does it feel to be famous like I was like obviously I have a media degree so I was pretending I was like this journalist and he was like going along with it and answering it and it was and I was like this is wild. And he was so sweet until my friends, Joanne and Sarah came up like right next to me. And then we all started talking and he goes to them. Oh, do you girls want to have a threesome? <laughs> like, I don't know. Where. And they're sisters. So. <laughs> and I love Joanne's balls. She goes to him. This isn't Hollywood. Sorry. This isn't a movie. This like, like I'm not gonna have a threesome with you with my sister. It's real life. <laughs> she went like, <laughs> hard at post malone <laughs> and then he was like he laughed and he's like that's pretty fair i thought i'd you know shoot my shot and then anyway and then we saw like we were exploring the house it was a huge house and then we saw like a cage with like red velvet over the top of it like a cloth and my two friends are vegan right and they were like oh like oh my god what is it turn it open it's a monkey monkey in cage like a rare monkey right me I'm like I don't care I don't care about this monkey like let's keep exploring the house like let's go somewhere let's find Scott Disick because at this point can't see Scott Disick they're like no oh my god no we have to feed this monkey like we have to feed this monkey so then like we go looking for like food for this monkey like in the kitchen find some fruit or banana give it to this monkey like by the way all the other girls are having fun talking to like rappers and (laughs) we're fucking feeding a monkey so we feed the monkey and I'm like, girls, let's keep going. We have a mission to find Scott Disick. And then, you know, we keep walking. 
And then I see a corridor, like a dark corridor with like neon lights. And I was like, oh, what the hell? So we walked down and then there was a, like a spa with Scott Disick and a girl sitting there. And we were like, oh, oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Like, we'll go back. And he's like, no, no, get in. And we're like, oh, we don't have clothes. Like we are just in our outfits. And he said, oh, we'll get you clothes. And then there was a woman manager there who gave us shorts and a singlet that we got changed into to go into this bar. So it was all arranged. Like there's like women's clothes at this house for like women, random women to wear. Really weird. So (laughs) this is where it gets real juicy, okay? (laughs) Brace yourself. So we get into this spa with Scott Disick, a random chick, and me and two of my mates. We're already confident. We act like we know him. We're like, you know, just drinking their drinks and stuff. And then it got quiet. So I was like to Scott, oh, have you been to Australia before? And Scott Disick was like, yeah, once for Melbourne Cup. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, did you like it? And he was like, yeah, it was pretty cool. And he's like, here, drink this. And then he passed me a beer. And I went, I don't drink beer. And he's like, that's all we got. And so like, I was like, why am I giving him attitude? And so I was like, yeah, okay, I'll drink it. I'll drink it. And then this other chick who was like, I think she was like in the NFL players sports doctor. Like she was really hot. She started talking about like, you know, like the party she's been to and she was like quite nice. And, but she really hated the fact that we were crashing her party with post, sorry, with Scott Disick. Anyway, so we're just chilling there. And then I just look over at the water and I see a bloody band-aid. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, hmm. Like it was like floated right to the top, bloody band, band big band-aid right to the top in the middle. And then like, in front of the Lord. In, yeah, the Lord, in front of the Lord. And I remember I had hurt my foot two days ago. <laughs> so I'm looking at it going, holy fuck, like why is this come off my foot and on top of the water? I want to kill myself. <laughs> and then the girl, the blonde girl, that Scott Disick was talking to before we got there goes, Oh my god, guys, who the fuck's band-aids that? That's so gross. And then I, no joke, look at my friends and go, What the fuck? Whose band-aids that? And just grab the band-aid, bloody band-aid, big band-aid, and put it out of the water. <laughs> at this point, so obvious it was yours when you yeah. are grabbing that. I grabbed it like pulled by the blood. I was like, okay, sorry. And (laughs) this girl girl goes ill and goes out of the water. (laughs) Scott Disick. So you're just left with Scott. Yeah. No. So Scott's with us in one second. Mm -hmm. By the way, Scott is there drip to an IV, right? So there's like drinking. I think it's I think he was pretty fucked from the club or before. So the IV was like rejuvenating him and keeping him alive. Oh, That's what well, I hydration. Think. Yeah, hydration. Because I don't know why else you would get an IV. Like he he it was literally linked to this thing while he was in the spa. And I was like, Are you sick? But it's like was an IV. Yeah. And then he literally goes out of the spa, thinks it's disgusting, <laughs> and walks off. And then he goes into a room with another chick like I don't know who it was but it was a bit spicy because I was trying to like look and be like oh my god who this is who is this like a bit scandalous because he's I think he was with Courtney 
Anyway, so that happened and my friends literally were hitting me being like, you fucking bitch, you fucking ruined everything. Like, you're so gross. Like, why did you? I was like, I don't know when this band-aid would float off my foot. I'm sorry. Anyway, so we get changed. We go back out and then it's just like a party. Like, we're talking to random, like, rappers and I'm made friends with a rapper, not sure, a little something. And I, we had a big conversation about Just Dance and how I love dancing and, like, just, like, the dumbest conversation. And then... At 4 a.m., they got us an Uber home. What? What a night. Honestly, it, it sounds like it's almost like unbelievable that this happened. Like, I've seen photo evidence, guys, so I know this is a real night. But, like, fuck. That is crazy and so interesting. It's fucking wild. Like, can you imagine? So when we go home, get changed, and our, pi- and our head hits the pillow, we look at each other and we're like, did that really happen or was that a dream? Like, did we just fucking party with Post Malone and Scott Disick in a random mansion in a night in Vegas? Like, I don't know. Like, it was just wild. And we still cannot relive it to this day because it was just so bonkers what happened. I fucking love that story. It's so funny. There's just so many parts of it that are so good. Yeah. Made the monkey, the band-aid. There's so much. There's so much. Oh, but man, you've been cross-eyed in the club. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to put all these details and on our stories, on our Instagram and TikTok. So look, it's really interesting to look at the photos inside, inside the mansion. But I'm not the only person that has a celeb story. We also have Amy. So Amy, would love to hear about you. Yeah, so... I feel like everyone already knows this story because whenever, yeah, like I said before, interesting fact, or whenever I'm drunk and I meet new people, I tell them about this because (laughs) people are really interested to hear this because it's about Harry Styles, who is obviously one of the most famous people in the world at the moment. But this was 10 years ago. This was 10 years ago to pretty the date. I actually think it was around mid-November that I met him because it was the morning after Media Ball which is something we went to every year. Me, Dia, a bunch of other friends in our degree went to every year at the end of the year to kind of celebrate the end of, you know, another another year of uni. And so I was really hungover. So whenever I'm hungover, I need juice. Like juice, need it to cleanse my soul. <laughs> and I just like, at the time I was living across the road from Broadway Shopping Centre and inside there is a Boost Juice. And I love boost juice I also knew at the time that One Direction were touring because I wasn't able to go I've always been a big One Direction fan even though even at the time I was probably too old to be but I've always been a really big fan so I knew they were they came to Australia and I wasn't able to go because of Media Ball yeah and they weren't as famous as they are now obviously so I go over, trot my little hoofs over to <laughs> Boost Juice and I get in line, I order whatever I order and then I stand waiting for it. You know how you just stand there until they call out your name and there were heaps of people there. It was like a Saturday and people were shopping so it was really busy. Out of the corner of my eye, I just see these like people lining up and these two huge bodyguards. So this is in Sydney, by the way, if I didn't already make that clear. This is in Sydney. And there's these two huge bodyguards. And I just thought to myself, I was like, that's odd. Like you don't really see like shopping center bodyguards like that. And then I just clock what to me looks like Harry Styles because I just like look at his, like he had a like the mop of his hair 
and it's kind of it was that if you're a Harry Styles fan, you will know this is called his frat boy era. That's what all the fans call <laughs> it. This is when he had the specific look. So I clock him and I'm like, holy fuck, that is Harry Styles. And I just like my whole body is just like, I don't know, it sinks or something. I just feel this warm reaction where it's kind of like, I guess, a reaction to being starstruck. It is like a real thing. I see him and I'm like, fuck, that's Harry Styles. So I run over to him. Oh. I don't know where I get this adrenaline from because, Dia, you know me, like I fucking hate speaking up about things. No. Like, yeah. I'm like, yep, that's fine. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, get, I get this adrenaline. I run up to him and he's like quite tall. He's like 6'1", I'm guessing. That's so hot. Just side note, that's so hot that he has such a hot face and like he's tall. Yeah, he's really tall. I, I guess like I'm quite short as well. So like anyone's tall to me. <laughs> but I tap him on the shoulder and I knew when I was walking up to him, I heard well, I could see from one of the bodyguards' mouth that they were like, oh, someone's clocked you, like someone's seen you. So yes. I run over, tap on his shoulder, and I just hadn't thought about what I was going to say. I go, oh, um, hi, I'm Amy. And then he goes, hi, I'm Harry. And after that, I didn't know what to say. But this was a point where, like, as I said, like One Direction was touring. He wasn't the Harry Styles he is today. And I just go, could I get a photo with you? And he's just like, yeah, of course. And whereas if you asked him now, he would say no, obviously. He doesn't yeah. really take photos with fans on the street. He's like, leave me alone. Too famous. So I was really lucky that he said yes. So I get the photo taken and oh. I'm literally so starstruck at this point. And I am pushed away by the security guards. So we take this photo. The photo is like literally his arm. Um, is around my shoulders and my, oh my God. is holding his waist. So Oh my god, like a couple photo. It's like a couple photo. I don't know why I put my hand like that. I didn't like it was probably well, I was also too short to just do like yes. a friend one. So it looks like a couple photo. But also you should know I am hungover as fuck. Like I look ratchet. <laughs> like I <laughs> I literally have like sleep in my eyes still and I'm meeting the Harry Styles. Anyway, I take the phone and I'm like, oh, thank you so much. The bodyguards push me away, basically. They're like, get away. You can't keep talking to him. And I was like, all right. I was like, got my photo. Don't give a fuck. Then I go and stand to the side. I've got my juice. And then I go to the side and just stand there. And I'm kind of like shaking a little of from the adrenaline. And I've got this photo. I'm looking at this photo and I can't believe it. Then he gets his juice. People have started to realise it's him. So they're like, fuck, we've got to get out of the shopping centre. And if you know... Broadway it's got these like really long escalators that you have to get on to go anywhere so he needed to go down to get back to the van with he had heaps of boost juices as well so he'd gone out to get these boost juices I assume for the rest of One Direction which is pretty cool so he has to get out but to get out he has to walk past me I'm just like standing to the side people are starting to notice him he walks out and he goes he walks past me and he goes oh bye nice to meet you and then like keeps walking and I'm like oh wow I'm like, oh my god bye <laughs> love you and mm. oh it was so exciting but then yeah I he went down the escalator and out obviously but people started to notice take out the phones take take photos of him and stuff but I was the only one that got like a photo with him that day because I put it on Facebook obviously for just like personal for like people I knew 
but I also put it on Twitter at the time. I was like quite big on Twitter while we were like studying media. Yeah. And it went kind of crazy on Twitter or maybe it was Tumblr. It was one of them. And all these like One Direction fan sites started resharing this photo. No way. Like articles, like of you and Harry. Article. It went everywhere. And no, not about me. It was like a sighting of him. Imagine if if it was like Harry Star with his new Australian ratchet cross-eyed girlfriend. Oh, my God. Like, no one would think that because I look so feral on the photo. And and when we share this on social, this was 10 years ago, okay? So true. Anyway, I met him looking, like, horrible hungover. And, like, it was like your story. It didn't seem real. And looking back now, knowing what his solo career has done, and now he's, like, one of the most famous people in the world. And not that he wasn't really famous then. But he is like the most household name. Like everyone, everyone's mom and their dog know who knows who Harry Styles is. So that's my claim to fame, guys. Like literally, I met him. He was so lovely, and now we're besties. So <laughs> he'll be like, "Oh, damn, the one that got away." You know, at Broadway, Amy. Also, the next year, I went. One Direction came back, and I went to two nights of shows, and I got that photo printed on a T-shirt. <laughs> I went to the concert and like you wouldn't believe how many like people stopped me and they're like that's you I've seen that photo really (laughs) yeah it was really funny man fandom is crazy like some people I mean like you I'm in in so many fandoms like I'm I'm a fangirl and I am okay with that I love that. That is so fucking funny that you saw him and saw him pretty hungover and he touched you. You've been touched by a god. I've been touched by the king, yeah. <laughs> you really have. Oh, my God. That is so fucking juicy and we have so many other, like, moments that we've kind of, like, done something cool in terms of, like, being on TV or had a celebrity, like, moment as well and we'll kind of pepper them in through our next episode we don't want to bore you too much yeah well, I, th- I think we've got like so many more stories to share that don't seem real because we always act like the main characters when you act like the main character you're always going to have an unhinged story to tell and not all of them are favorable <laughs> good but yeah these ones are good because we met celebrities Exactly. And thank you so much for listening to us ramble about the best things that have ever happened to us. We're going to post everything on social media so you can have a look at behind the scenes and know that we're not lying about it. Haters don't come at us. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, latest clowns. Love ya. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe, rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. That's it for this week. We're getting on our unicycles. Signing off. Latest clowns.